When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Hi there, welcome to episode 30 of the Talk Republic. Today I have two amazing guests. They are a photographer duo out of Florida. Their names are Bianca and Kyle Thompson, and they are the photographers behind Oak and Iron Photography. Their work is absolutely stunning, and their website is fantastic. It has tons of personality, it has great content, it is amazing. I was hooked for the moment I saw it and I knew that I need to have them on the podcast to talk about how to make a website irresistible. Today's chat is long, but it is packed with information. So grab a notebook, some pencils and take note because Bianca and Kyle are dropping a lot of knowledge into this episode. So enjoy. So guys, how are you doing today? We're doing very, very well. Yeah, Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. I am excited. Why are you so shy? I don't know. <laughs> People have put us on the spot. I know. <laughs> That's why it's two of us, so we can always break the ice. Yeah. I love this. So I quick, quick story. I met and I'm doing air quotes for the people that are listening on the podcast uh, actually Bianca and Kyle through a live video that I did a couple of weeks ago they were invited they joined after that they joined the Facebook group and we have become like Instagram friends and when I saw their website I was like in love immediately with the website and we start chatting about you know having them on the podcast and then of course because they do their website so well this was like a no-brainer. I'm like, you guys need to talk to the Talk with Public Friends about websites. So I'm super excited to have you here today. We're super so happy. To be here. We love talking websites. Yes. It's like one of our favorite topics. Yes. It shows. So guys, <laughs> tell us a little bit about, uh, about yourselves. What do you do and all that good stuff? Well, we're a husband and wife photography duo. Um, we do wedding and lifestyle portrait portraiture. Um, and we really do everything, honestly. But, but mainly, but mainly weddings, weddings and lifestyle. I've uh, been in business um, full time about three years now, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and don't be mistaken, the website didn't get good until about like eight months yeah, ago. It was a very long process. Yes. But uh, I think that our website is always like a process. Forever. Like, I don't Never, think that you're ever done with yeah. your website. We were just talking about that this morning. I think yeah. once you think it's done something is not right. <laughs> Correct. Also technology changing yes. so fast that you yeah, need to 100%. keep up with this. So, okay. So you guys are a wedding and lifestyle duo. I yes. call you guys the ultimate hipsters. I don't know if this is like a real word or what, <laughs> but like 
I think like even your website, you know, tells kind of like that cool, you know, laid back kind of like attitude about yourself. So is is this true? Are you guys the ultimate hipsters? You know, we've been, <laughs> we have been typecast by this, by everyone. everyone. And it's, I don't know if we are or if we aren't, but we're I just, just feel like we have very old chill souls and we're just very comfortable with, yeah. uh, with who we are. And we kind of found that, uh, you know, through branding ourselves, we, you know, our business is our baby. Yeah. And so we kind of just put our whole personalities into it because, you know, besides the photography side, you know, sharing extremely important days with people, it's a very personable uh, type of career. So we have to, you know, put our personalities just as much as our uh, our photography skills. I think this is amazing. And this is a point that is super, super important. I think that, yes, we are all photographers and we create beautiful images, but what's going to be different is who we are as people yeah. mm -hmm. and what's going to either attract or reject people. is not only like, Oh, the style of photography, but really who we are like on our daily basis. Oh, for sure. hundred yes. percent. We were, so I think we were going through uh, Instagram stories the other day and someone made a great point. You know, your photography can only get so good after a while that, you know, your clients kind of get the point that you're a great photographer but if you can't translate that through a good website, it's uh, can be extremely difficult. Yeah. And what sets you apart is really your personality because there's never going to be two of you, but there could be people who make the same website or the same photography or whatever as you do. So you have to stand out and standing out, meaning be yourself. It's a perfect way to do it. I love that. What do you think or what? I mean, before we even start talking about websites, but we got into this personality topic mm -hmm. that I love. What would you like? There's people I know that I have spoken with so many photographers, and they're like, Oh, I'm really afraid to, you know, like showcase who I am. Like, I want to be really professional. I want people to know that I use Canon and that my style is very light, and that's it. Like, mm -hmm. what do we say about that? We had Once a we really inhale. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we had a very uh, long time where we were the same way of just like yeah. putting out what we thought people wanted us to put out. and showcasing our work the way we wanted other people to like take it in of like even if it wasn't us it was still something that people wanted yeah. we're the, talking with certain terms right. in a vernacular i mean obviously you know there's a difference between you know you can still be respectful and still be laid back and yeah. professional and uh we just found that like being the way very that we genuine are, and authentic has it's yeah. really helped and it just kind of made our jobs easier because yeah. we don't have to you know, put on this facade when we're writing captions for Instagram or Facebook or on our website. It's like, just talk <laughs> and let's just write it down. And it's, it, it can be very frustrating. It can be. Um, but that just really comes with time. Yeah. No one kind of just, is just like, I'm not going to be shy anymore. Yeah. It's Correct. just, there's days where you feel on point and you're outgoing. And then there's some days where you're just like, I don't really want to talk to anybody. <laughs> Carly says right now that she's the person who is afraid and she give us like the scary emojis. <laughs> yeah, Carly, I mean, don't be afraid. It, it can be scary when you're, I guess, kind of becoming vulnerable in mm -hmm. front of, you know, clients or just, you know, an audience or just a friend. But, you know, it's just you kind of go on that journey yourself of getting out of your shell. Yes, I think that's, you know, that's kind of like a personal process. But I always yeah. say like, you need to share things that you feel comfortable with. Like mm -hmm. I had a previous podcast episode when I talk about like yeah be yourself but like you don't have to show us the ugly like you don't have no. to get that personal no, like yeah. you can show us like fun things about you or things that you enjoy without getting into like deep dark places that we don't need to go there 
hundred <laughs> exactly. percent. We always like to stay on the positive side of yeah. things. Um, you know, everyone's seen it. You scroll through Facebook and you're going through 10 different things and you see nothing but negativity and you're just like, well, now I'm in a bummed out mood, yeah. but you know, someone's happy all the time. And it's like, either you're thinking that there's something wrong with them because they're always happy <laughs> or that oh, maybe they're just in a good mood. <laughs> I've heard once that like a good point to take is like, share with your audience something that you feel completely okay sharing with a stranger. So 100%. there you go. That's good. All right. So let's talk about this website situation because I love it. And I see a lot of big tasks to take mm -hmm. on, but it's also kind of like a labor of love. You really need to want to put effort into your website because that's what people see. That's the first thing that I see. And I have even seen photographers out there that they don't even have a website. They think that just having an Instagram, it's okay. What do you guys say about this? Other than crazy. <laughs> <laughs> We definitely are like firm believers that social media is such a great tool to use, but everybody can, anyone can have a Facebook, anyone can have an Instagram. Your website should be where you're funneling people into to show yes. who you really are. Um, Facebook is a great way to have that little bridge and so is Instagram, but like what's really going to show you is not going to be scrolling through. Sorry. Scrolling, <laughs> scrolling through posts and stuff, but it's going to be actually seeing your personality come out with words and, you know, how you lay out things and stuff. Everybody's different. So that just kind of sets everybody, you know, it gives you personality more so than a social media platform. As long as you allow it to. Yeah. We kind of, when we were, you know, we, like I said, we had our website up for about two years before it started to get where we wanted it. And it, it was just all over the place. Yeah. It was just like, we were just like one page. It was things that we liked. And then the next thing it was talking about, you know, philosophy that didn't make sense or we were getting too metaphorical. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> as you're reading through, I was like, I was getting anxiety reading what I had wrote, yeah. thinking that it was great, you know, thinking that, uh, you know, the people going to this website want profound, life-changing, inspirational, you know, quotes and things like that. But I was like, nope, they just want like, Hey, what's up? How you doing? We're, uh, we're going to have a good time and you're not going to worry about anything and things might go wrong, but we're going to, we're going to be there to capture beautiful moments. <laughs> yeah. I love this. So I, I correct me if I'm mistaken, but I think that websites should have two kind of like two aspects. One is the functionality aspect of a website. And another part is the emotional part of the website. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about basics. One one functionality. What's your favorite platform? What, what do you use for your own website? Tell us all the goods. So we happen to use Squarespace. Mm -hmm. um, and that is not to say that we are end all be all. If you don't use Squarespace, you're missing out. Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen people with WordPress sites that are great, Wix yeah. sites that are great. You can make any site for the most part fantastic if you do enough research and, you know, put in some plugins and, you know, really figure out if you do the research, you'll, you can turn what our website was into what it is now. And it was before it was just a mess that made no sense and no cohesion. The, the photos didn't really tell a story. We just, you know, wanted highlights and not everyone wants highlights. They want the in-between moments. Right. They want the full story. You know, people are investing, you know, in, in the wedding industry, you know, they're investing a substantial amount of money into what we do. And so, you know, you want to give them a, a big experience and, right. And an enjoyable one that they're yeah. going to actually be caught into, you know, and even if you do have something like just, uh, you know, a free website from Wix or something, you can still do a lot with that. Yeah. I mean, there you only limit yourself how what, what you give yourself limits. So, you know, if you are stuck with something and you want to do something, 
doing a little bit of back work of research on Google or, you know, reading a couple blogs or articles can definitely help you bring that website to the next level of where you want it to be. Um, so there's definitely like the boundaries that you create for yourself are literally the only boundaries that you have um, when creating a website. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I wanted a, you know, a accordion drop down FAQ and I couldn't find like a widget or a plugin for it. So I spent a week reading articles and stuff on how to code it and put it into Squarespace. And now I have that on the website and it's one of my favorite parts of the website, maybe because I think the great thing about Squarespace is that it's a good platform that is going to help you with search engine optimization, which is something sure. that you eventually mm -hmm. also need. And it is quite affordable. I actually yes. use both yes. Squarespace and WordPress and Word WordPress. I got you. <laughs> WordPress and I love both and I think that if you are you know let's talk about a little bit of budget or financial situation if you're just starting out and you don't want to spend a bunch of money on your website Squarespace is like a really really great thing that you kind of start at a very low price design right. your own website they look beautiful like the templates that they that they have mm -hmm. and you, know, you kind of start there I do love WordPress but that's for another conversation but that's again if you want to be more technical about your website then it's also you know worth WordPress. I was going to say too, like, you know, another thing is um, doing your research on those platforms as well, because certain platforms do give you great SEO, which is very important when you have a website. Others lack on that. So reading into each platform is very important to see how they, you know, have their SEO and how, you know, things that you can do as far as like building outside of the templates and stuff to make it better for you. Um, Squarespace works for us perfect. And, and there's a lot it. of great resources. Right. Um, that's another thing we liked about them is they're uh, even like the Facebook groups for yeah. Squarespace, uh, Squarespace they support have great groups. customer service. Oh, they do. Really they awesome. Do. So any questions we had that were really in depth as far as coding goes, we went through them and, right. and they would send us tutorials and, right. you know, it's just, you just got to put in the time. It took us a month <laughs> to do it. Endlessly. When I, when I did my website as it looks right now, it was a lot of nights of like, I'm going to strangle somebody. But <laughs> the result was, you know, what I wanted. So let me ask you, do you guys use any softwares or any other tools to like make your website, you know, usable or, you know, pretty or, you know, user friendly? We don't as far as like widgets or plugins. Um, we do everything based off of uh, coding. She, she coded it. What she, about she, you guys <laughs> use JPEG Mini to like compress yeah. your Yeah, we use JPEG, we use JPEG yeah. Mini. You know, that's another thing like not using high-res files. It's going yes. to bog down your website. Yes. We, um, you know, we were in that long debate of whether we wanted to have a video playing, you know, when you went to the site, we decided against it because we didn't want people to, it didn't to slow down the yeah. website. You know, if someone's waiting for five seconds, people are impatient. Yeah. And if they don't know us, they don't know the work, but they got this referral to go check out this website within you know five ten seconds if it's not working I'm gonna, well, go on to the next one. I'm gonna move right on yeah. yes I think that's super important you know like your website needs to be fast it needs right. to load fast it needs to scroll fast like again people have the attention of like I don't know like every day is less seconds that we oh, yeah. Yeah. we can focus on so you need to catch somebody right there within five seconds you mm -hmm. can't just wait for our website to be super heavy because that's gonna Hurt you for your viewers and also for search engine optimization. Google is going to penalize you if your website is not up to speed. Mm -hmm. yes. So little tips, little tips for you. Mm, out yes, there. yes. We have a really good question over here. Now that we're talking about kind of like the technical part, um, 
So Karen asks, where do you start? Do you have a vision of what you want your finished website to look like before you start? Or do you create as you go? Good question. That is a super loaded question. Loaded question. We, so we kind of had this mindset when we were looking through websites. Um, that was another big thing, by the way. Don't be afraid to look at other websites yeah. for not necessarily for like to copy or, but you know, some people might have a great idea that you're, you know, super into and, and just also, translate it in your. Yeah. On that too. Don't be afraid to look at other websites of other things, not just necessarily photographers. That's what we did. Yeah. You know, we were looking at, we love Doc Martens. And so we were looking at their website. Why do we love that website? You know, was it what they were saying? Was it the layout of the pictures? They're about us. There was websites that we would go to that we, you know, supported through our, <laughs> as customers that we loved. And so we kind of took that as a consumer mindset. Um, and so when we were making our website, you know, we kind of wanted it to have a little bit of edge, but we knew we were appealing to um, brides, you know, predominantly. So we couldn't be too gritty and, you know, we wouldn't want to be, you know, too niche as far as that goes. So we had that open mind, but there was kind of a vision of having, you know, the grit as well as very educational um, yeah. but for the most part, it was, it just kind of came one page at a time. Yeah. Um, she, like she said, she took a week to figure out how to do the FAQ and, you know, we look at analytics all the time. Is that the most visited page? Probably not, but it started there and then we had, you know, colors and then we worked from dabbling the about us page, which in my opinion is the hardest page on a website yes. <laughs> is never finished ever. You'll yeah. swap out words. You'll endless story on that. But, and then I think just having a, a strong homepage is probably one of the best places yeah. to start. If you're going to start at any point having a killer homepage. Cause that's the first thing people are going to see. That's where they're going to see. Yeah. That's where you really have to hook people in. Even if it's just having, you know, an easy layout of like pretty picture up here, a little bit of text and then a slideshow or like, you know, some other things you have to build it to where your clientele yeah. will understand it and know how to navigate through your website and, you know, stuff like that. And if, you know, you're at the point in your career where you know your clients, you'll kind of know what they want to see and what they don't. Yeah. You know, if, if I go to a website and instantly there's three paragraphs of text, I'm going to get overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> I think that before you even, you know, Karen, start thinking about the design or what to do, I think it's important to have kind of like, I mean, again, and your vision will change with time, but have a vision of who your client is. That exactly. way, you know, what words to use that know, you know, which images are really interested into having, like, let's, I'm going to give you like an example. Years ago, when I had a web, like one of my first websites, and I was just getting into weddings. At the time, I thought that, oh, I'm just going to have tons of pretty details on my website. So I have all these gorgeous, you know, shoes and rings and bouquets. And as I grew my brand and I understood really what my brides wanted, now I don't even put those things on my website because I want to showcase emotion. Mm -hmm. I don't want to showcase a nice table setting because not all of my brides have gorgeous table settings, but all of my brides have tons of like emotional weddings. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to do. So I think it's important to understand who your audience is before you start mapping out. And then again, it, things will start changing as you start creating, right? It's exactly. a process. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've, we've done times where we finished a page, moved on and then instantly deleted that last thing. Cause we were like, that was a total waste of time. Yeah. I've been <laughs> like, it made no that. sense. That's the thing Like, you, we've learned very quickly that you cannot have like heartstrings attached to certain 
places in your website. Because if you do, then you're never going to grow it. You'll never want to change it. Yeah, and, and you need to. Like that's that's you're you're always changing. Your style is changing. Your you know even just your vision is changing. So you need to keep that updated and you know kind of have an idea, like you said, with your clientele. Like what are they looking for? What do they want to see? Um, so that you can better give a product that people want to actually invest time and money into. Um, and especially when you're dealing with such big decisions like a photographer for one of the most important days of your life, you know? So, so we have here kind of like a technical question that I want to address before we move on. And mm -hmm. Shannon, she asked, so can we put a video on the about, hold on a second. So can, so can put a video on the about me page instead Okay, so I think that was since we were talking about videos, uh, maybe what she's asking is, you know, those websites that have like an embed video mm -hmm. that yeah. starts playing right away. So I think if you have a video that is just playing right away, I think that could like slow down your website. But if you uh, have kind of like a link, I don't know, tell us. Yeah, I so I've seen firsthand one of our, our creative friends that we have. They have a video on their About Me page, but you have to play it. And it's not like doesn't start right away. Mm -hmm. I personally love it. I, I think it's too. fantastic. Yeah. Once I watched that video on her about me, it was, like I was like, oh man, she's fantastic. Yeah. And that's not to say you can't have it on your homepage. We're not the <laughs> authority the of what, yeah. <laughs> what works and what doesn't. But we just know that the reason that we don't also is because we have a lot of content on our website. We have a lot of pictures. Yeah. We have a lot of galleries. So if we were to then on top of that, throw a video, it'd be hard. But we... You know, we have a lot of galleries, so we just find that we don't have to. Yeah. But we've totally played around with that idea yeah. of having a little promo on our About Me page because it was very simple. There wasn't much on there anyways. Right. Yeah, I think the technicality will be, yes, go ahead and put a video if you have it. Make sure that it's just a link and not, like, embedded into your website because that can – I mean, no, it will be embedded, but, like, not, like, uploaded into yeah, no, the like, website. Yeah, like, yeah, what's, yeah. what's the correct term? I don't even know. So, like, Autoplay? I guess embedded <laughs> – it, it, you just have like a like that it's a code basically that you get from youtube or whatever and that it like yeah it like people it will have to, to hit play to exactly play to play yes. instead exactly. of like playing automatically it should be their choice to do right that. right people in silicon valley are dying right now when our bad expression <laughs> we're <laughs> photographers we're not the technical Sorry. support <laughs> exactly so Okay, so we talk about functionality. Yes, your website needs to be fast. Your website mm -hmm. needs to, you know, be pretty. Let's talk about menu bars because I think this is so important. This is how people navigate your website. What do you think it's key to have on a menu bar? Because I see some people that go overload and oh, yeah. overwhelm. We did. We did as well. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we did. We toned it down, and sometimes I even feel like we have is too much. Yeah. But um, we have eight across the board. Um, which is pretty much just homepage, weddings, uh, lifestyle, a link to our blog, our about us, cost, which is a very debated topic, whether you have your cost or not, um, reviews and a book now. Yes. Um, we just figured we wanted to be cut and dry, have everything you need. Well, like I said, that's how we had ours because we wanted it to be educational and very easy to navigate. Yes. Um, we didn't want one that was, you know, three options at the top, but then like four or five click throughs to little wormholes through a website. It can be very overwhelming. Cause that, like I said, it's, it's now I want the information now. So I would just want to click at the top and go to where I need to be. And that's the other thing I was going to say too, is that um, menu 
tabs that have like the drop down thing that have multiple things underneath it um, can sometimes be overwhelming for a client or a potential client. So instead of doing that, just having one specific tab that that's where you know you're going to go, that's where you're going to end up and you have no doubt about it. You don't have to worry about something loading to drop down and then clicking something by mistake or going to someplace you don't want to go to or even, you know, on our end, having a link that you didn't even know didn't work. You know, so that's something no, that always check. Like you no should always be checking link. your website. No <laughs> broken links. There's yeah. no excuse for a broken Literally. link. But that that's an easy way for that to happen because, you know, you don't think about it. And, oh, I didn't check on that page that I've had up for, you know, a million years, like our contact page. We barely change that, you know, rarely, like we'll add a few things here and there. But for the most part, it stayed pretty much the same. Um as far as like wordage and stuff like that. But if we had that in a drop down menu, it's even more so out of my mind not to check on it than it would be if it was right there for me to check on it. So because of that, I feel like it's in our face and therefore we're more apt to check it, um, make sure that everything's good, update it when we need to, stuff like that. Um, it also just is, like I said, easier for From clients. a consumer standpoint, yeah. it's just, it's nice, pretty, and simple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep it simple. That's yeah. always good. So we talk about, uh, we, I know we have some questions that I will get to answer as we go, but there is, as I said, two parts of our website, the technical part and then the emotional brand part of the website. Mm -hmm. So let's dive into that topic. So what do you think people should be doing here? I mean, we talked a little bit about emotion already, but tell us more. <sighs> So, I know, so many loaded <laughs> um, questions. Well, so the way that we really put ourselves into our website is that we did everything ourselves. Yes. And we did, when I say everything, on top of the infamous accordion FAQ page. And, <laughs> but I mean, even on our reviews page, we took the time and, you know, we photoshopped, uh, you know, little We're things talk to about make that it. I love you. And so it was just like little personal things like that, that take time. It yeah. just takes time. And, you know, even the illustrations, you know, we did all those ourselves. Um, that's not to say don't go to a professional graphic designer or an illustrator because right. those are, those are real professionals, but that's just how we did it. Cause we knew what we wanted. Right. We and knew. Also, I'm going to interview here. I mean, yours looks super professional. Like if, if your talent is not doing, you know, logos, you don't need to get somebody that helps you there. <laughs> I mean, just saying. Oh, so. that's, that's years of art school. <laughs> I was say, that's all so, I, mean, that, that, I mean, you have that ability into you to yeah. do that. But like as a tip, if you're not really artistic on that, like logo design, you need to get somebody yeah. to help you. It goes a long way. I mean, we've literally booked a client because they loved a, a little drawing of a cat with three eyes that we had on there. Yeah. They were like, oh my gosh, the, the, Keep it weird section. Like so I fell in weird. love with it. Yeah. Like I want that on a t-shirt and then yeah. they just, they couldn't get it out of their head and they came back and contacted us the next day and was just like, Oh, so great. And it also like, I think that putting that much like dedication into our website as far as time is concerned, or even if you go and find a graphic designer who, you know, it takes time to find somebody who can see your vision or it takes money and you're investing something into that. It's worth it because you know, that's putting emotion into your website. That is literally putting yourself, when you're putting that time and that money and that effort into back into your website, that is putting your emotion into it. Because, I mean, for me personally, it's a lot for me to give up a couple hundred dollars for somebody to do something for me. But because I'm doing that, I'm emotionally invested in this. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, I'm putting it back into my website to really show what I feel 
is going to help like with my, what is it called? Um, go together well with my work. That's mm-hmm. what I Compliment. Compliment. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. So I think that that definitely is an emotional aspect of it because like, I'm very emotional towards our website. And, and I think that she's very sentimental. sentimental through our verbiage and through, you know, the time and effort that we do put into it, that does, it, it levels it up a, a little bit on that scale. Cause you know, you can tell that somebody has put dedication and time into this. It's not just something that somebody slapped yeah. together. Even yes. how you, even how you talk, um, yeah. you know, when we were writing, we, we wanted things to be meaningful and that someone could, digest and that they could connect with us you know and it's hard to you know fully connect with someone via text but you know as we talk to people it's always nice to be like you know i felt that connection after your homepage was like oh my gosh i needed i felt that connection and i was like i need this so (laughs) so you guys your color is yellow is that thought about or okay because yellow is a happy color well so it It is happy we um we also, we didn't, I don't know, the neighbor's kid outside yelling or something. <laughs> Somebody was yelling <laughs> outside. <as> our cats. <laughs> um, we didn't really want, uh, like, an aggressive website, in a sense. So we didn't want to do, you know, black and red. And every time I go to that, I just, for some reason, I think of, like, a very right. hard MySpace page for some reason. <laughs> and <MySpace>. so... <laughs> And so we, you know, yellow was a nice soft color. There was a white background. You can read it really yeah. easily. You know, when you're scrolling through on your phone, which is a lot of our audience, mm-hmm. it was easy. When we tried other colors, it just didn't work. It just, it was hard to read. It just looked awkward. And that's not to say yellow is the only color. But okay. <laughs> for us. I mean, this is part of both functionality and branding. When you're putting a website, yes. you need to think about like, it needs to be easy to read. How big are your fonts? Don't give me a website with like tiny little fonts that I need to mm-hmm. zoom in to read because I remember once I was helping somebody and she's like, well, but you can always zoom in. Why am I going to inconvenience myself? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to have to move anything when I'm looking at a website. So think about the viewer experience. Also. Exactly. Yeah. And there's, um, uh, there's a website called color lovers, which um, we used to find our color of the yellow, the the shade and everything. So that way it was consistent throughout the whole website as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Even so on our are, social media. Right. It, it translated from that and stemmed over to our Instagram. If you watch our stories, we have little yellow text. So yeah. it's all very consistent. And we <laughs> just wanted that. We wanted to like figure out that color palette, which is like in turn has been really important to us in our branding and everything like that. Just figuring out that base color palette has really helped us to better focus on and focus in on what's important and, you know, stuff like that, instead of just figuring out a color. Well, and it's kind of like that, uh, that Steve Jobs mindset of, you know, he wore the same thing every day. It's one less thing you have to worry about. So when we're adding something yellow, yeah, (laughs) it's it's yellow, white or black. It's very simple. I'm right now at your homepage. There's people asking on the comments, what's your website? So I already put it there. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to have a whole link, but it is oak and iron photos, photo.com. So that's the website. So you come to the homepage and the first thing that you see is this gorgeous black and white photo, which I love it also because it could be anybody because there's no faces. It's just two hands holding. Also, there is very tattoo, which also immediately tells you what kind of clients are you into. Someone gets it. Great branding. And then it says real moments for the true at heart. What I love about, I mean, I love everything, but also like 
immediately I'm like, I'm drawn in and I want to see more photos. It's a little bit of like a mystery into that photo. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know more. So immediately I'm going to scroll down. Mm -hmm. Or yeah, scroll down. Is that a word? I don't know. So that's kind of scroll to the website. (laughs) Yes. And I think like, because somebody here was asking, hold on, let me go back to the questions. Somebody was asking, how do you define a strong homepage? And this Mm -hmm. is Deanne. She's asking, how do you define that? So like, God, I mean, I know that's a heavy question. There's so many things, but I think that, I mean, (laughs) go ahead, answer this question. because (laughs) Um, Probably a multi-part answer, maybe separately for us. Um, You can go first. What's memorable to you? You go first. Go first. Well, I, (laughs) so instantly, I always like when there's, at least from a photography standpoint, is that there's a little tagline for some, I'm a sucker tagline. It's fantastic. It's like a little motto. It lets me know a little bit about you. It shows that you cared enough to think of something like that. You know, Nike's got just do it and we got that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so it was having that, um, a really strong photo as a header that was just like, it was was the alley-oop and then the galleries of really strong, but different images Mm-hmm. You know, nothing was the same on there. It covered all the bases. It showed that we traveled. It showed, you know, that we do all so different types of couples. And your homepage, without being overwhelming, has let, let's kind of like define this so people can take notes. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a good, you know, you have your your tagline. If you don't have a tagline, then make sure you have a strong photo that defines what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, you guys do lifestyle and weddings, but. Right now on the homepage, you are focusing on weddings. And I think that's great because then you have another tab for families. That was our biggest thing was focusing because we knew we mainly, you know, we're about 80% weddings. Right. And so we wanted to do that. You know, we didn't want to dive in right with a family. It would just wouldn't make sense. Right. Um, Or it'd be just confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was also going to say, too, is like even with just like your verbiage on your homepage, you got to make sure that you're. Um, really talking to that clientele that you yeah. want. Um, exactly. They don't want to do a general audience. Right. You know, if I feel like, oh, you're just talking to everybody, like I'm not important because like, it's like you read a horoscope. It's very general and it makes exactly. it feel personable, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you also have right there, right at the beginning, based in Florida and available worldwide, which yes. I like because I go to many websites and I'm like, I love this, but I don't, I don't know where this person lives. I don't know where this is located or his. Mm-hmm. So, have your location there another thing that you guys have then you have like some beautiful uh photos super fun so immediately i'm drawn into like a lot of emotions fun things you have something that i love which is real moments real people you deserve to be treated like more than just another client sold book me done (laughs) (laughs) so you have a lot of like i love that you thought about what you're writing and you're making it very personal because there's nothing that turns me off than getting to a website that is like, oh, my photography is based on, like, you're making it about the client, not you. That's totally what it was. Before it was like, your love is as tall as the The, biggest oak in the forest and as strong as the forged iron of dragon hearts. And we're just like, this is so dumb. I was like, I would not want to talk to these people. Exactly. Also, yeah, another thing too is like, when we were doing the text and stuff, we were thinking of how to not make it 
to where we would seem intimidating to our customers because yeah. too many times, um, like we've even gone to other photographers or other creatives websites or even just websites in general, where as if you are starting out when someone is viewing your page for the first time ever and you start out by just shoving whatever into their face, they're automatically going to be turned off or they're just going to feel like it's intimidating or like, oh, I can't afford them because they're just so amazing or, oh, I can't, you know, I can't even talk to them because I don't even like they don't even talk like normal people. They're just like this elevated person who I could never be friends with or I could never have a connection with. Yeah. With our website, we took that and we were just like, let's just make it kind of cheeky, but still professional and but more down to earth than like just putting out way too much information or being way too intimidating Yeah. of acting like we're just a different, like fancier person than you are because we take these glorious, beautiful pictures and, you know, no, we're real people. You're you? a real we person. Just happen to, this is just happens to be our career and yours right. happens to be whatever you do. You just got to remember your clients are human and you're a human. So yeah. You know. I think that this part is kind of difficult for a lot of us because we're like, oh, we're not writers. We are photographers. Mm -hmm. And yes, we're not writers. I mean, some of us, I mean, you guys seem like you are. So we are not. <laughs> what, I, what I always advise people is like, if you're having trouble writing down what you want to put on your website, record yourself. What yeah. would you like 100%. to tell to your client? And then once you have that audio, you can, you know, you can even it into a writing. We have, I have a notebook right here full of little blurbs that I keep with me at all times whenever I'm randomly thinking of something or we're in the car driving we'll somewhere. We'll say, write this down real quick. And write it's it just, down. I mean, that's how, um, yeah. you know, true, uh, real moments for the, for the true at heart. That's how that got. We were just talking. Um, we were talking to a client. We were just like, that's how we really felt. And we we're like, that's, that hits the nail on yeah. the head. And then boom. It does right on the website. Right. And so like, it, I mean, it's so hard because like, you know, you're living your everyday life and you may be at a stoplight and you know, the little light bulb comes on and you're like, Oh, I should put that there. Write it down. You have a phone notes, put it in your notes. Like it, remember these things because most of the time when you're not even focused on it is when you're going to get the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Like when you're not investing your, it's sometimes like you're overthinking it. You know, that, aha, why didn't I think yeah, of that? That exactly. was so simple. Exactly. So um, that's another cool tip that we could give you is just like a notebook or your notes on your phone, write down things that pop in your head randomly because like you never know what, when you're going to get gold, you know, and could happen when you're in the shower or when you're on the road or, you know, when you're at your friend's house. So that's how a lot of our stuff came about is just, random conversations yeah. that we, we always sent it to um a few of our other friends yeah. who uh who write phenomenally yes. and it was more so just like i don't want you to rewrite it just tell me what sounds stupid yeah <laughs> it's and good then, it's good to have like another pair of eyes to like either help you like yeah. you know like get rid of the things that are unnecessary or like mm -hmm. be like oh you should you know make a little bit more effort into this but i mean don't take i mean I, what i would say is when you're doing your website, don't take it personal when other people are giving you input. Yeah. And oh, yeah. again, take it like a grain of salt, you know? Like, exactly. So, you know, I love your about page. And this is something that I have been really, really uh, pushing in the Talk Republic. Because, again, if I read one more about page that tells me that they fall in love with photography at age five when they were shooting film, I'm going to shoot myself. I can't with this. So, like, yeah. I don't want to read another generic about page. So yours is amazing because it's a picture of the two of you and says teamwork makes the dream work. Again, book me, gone, take my money. <laughs> and 
And then you talk about, first of all, you don't talk about you. You talk about what you would do. So like, this is so important. And I think this is a misconception. People think that the about page is just about you, 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 you. And I think the about page is about what you do for your clients. Mm -hmm. Of course, you should, you know, tell about a little bit about your personal story. But like the main goal of your about page should be what you do for your clients. And then the, the dating portion of our website. You have here, it says, as your photographer, we will spend some of the most important times together from the I do's to the milestone celebrations. We don't want to come in as a strangers, but as friends. So right there, you're people that are just are looking for another vendor. You're going to turn them off. And that is completely okay because that's what you're wanting with your website, mm -hmm. right? Then you exactly. have tons of pictures of the two of you, which is another tip for people. Why you put a picture of a flower on your about page. I want a picture of you. I want to okay. see who you are. And then you tell us your story. So yeah. I love everything about this. I took over yeah. this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> hey, it, it's a huge deal. Uh, yeah, we, we always update the photos on there. Mm -hmm. You know, we actually kind of found that from putting the photos that we like to take of each other, it kind of allowed our clients to be like, hey, I saw that photo that you took. You know, I haven't seen it of any other clients on there, but I really want something like that. Right. And it's kind of our way to like not put an agenda on people's photos, which you totally shouldn't. We, our outlet for us happens to be ourselves. And so we also wanted to show our personal work of each other. So this is a beautiful place to put that. <laughs> right. And like, I love that. Yeah. And making like, making it more about our clients versus about us was definitely important too. I mean, we do have that little blurb of our story, which is enough to like, tell people who we are and what we do, but it's really, the, really the back of the textbook. That's all yeah. you need. I just need the spark notes. Exactly. And like people aren't going to your website to really like, it, you're not supposed to use your about me page as a Facebook page or as a, you know, as a, as a personal thing, this is your business still. And you have to keep that in mind when you're making this page, because this is a business page, you know? And so with that, we put our approach and we put, you know, we have a little silliness at the bottom, but Definitely. we're also but, very silly people, yeah. but not, you know, we're not here to do a stand-up comedy routine and pitch our, uh, you our, guys have a juice on your website and that's it. Again, I'm sold. I love everything about it. You have what you love, which I think things. is really cute. Uh, you have your cats, you know, Portlandia ice cream. So I think it's important to have little pieces of your personality because right. then again, you want to connect with your clients in mm -hmm. not only photography level, but in a personal level, like what do you guys have in common other than a wedding day? Exactly. And one of the questions like that I was asking myself um, whenever like we were writing it together and stuff and going through things. But in my mind, I was like, you know what, what out of my personality can I use to connect with someone else out of my client? What, what, what out of my, what I'm doing will be something that my clients will want, you know? So like just even talking about like, why we do what we do just a tiny bit you know clients want to know why you do what you do they don't want to know about you know your life story or, or, right they but they want to know why why should we hire you you know why, what are you going to do for me because like in turn that's really what it is you're doing a service and like out of that service you want the best possible product and if someone can connect to you off of what you say you're going to be delivering at, at that service then you'll be fine. You know, yeah. you'll be connecting with your clients and you won't have an issue. Yeah. So 
And we, well, we love ice cream and we've gone on several ice cream dates right. with our clients. <laughs> exactly. I love that. I have on my, on my, actually on my contact form, which we'll talk about this later, but I decided to put a random question, something that mm-hmm. had nothing to do with the actual contact form for two mm-hmm. things. One, because I want to get to know my clients in kind of like something personal. Mm-hmm. And two, because I want to snap them out to sending another contact form because right. they're mm-hmm. probably sending several contact forms within a day if they're yeah, getting 100%. Paid. So I asked them what's their favorite TV show because I watch tons of TV and in parentheses, I said, God, please let it be Game of Thrones or <laughs> some shenanigans in Bravo. 99% yeah. of my clients are Game of Thrones fans. Like, there you go. Like icebreaker. When we meet, we don't get into business stock immediately. We talk about yeah. Jon Snow. That's how yeah. we roll. <laughs> That's 100% how we are. You know, it's, it's, it's a very personable uh, uh, career. Photography is you know, it's very intimate in a sense. You know, you're... Yeah. You're photographing someone forever. Yeah. <laughs> like and, you're immortalizing them almost. So yeah. it's good to know what they like and what they don't like. And another thing too is, is like with your about me page, consistently be positive because yeah. you know, you don't want to say, even if it's like a little tiny thing of, well, I was planning on doing this, but somehow my life changed. Now I'm doing this. People don't want to know what you were doing before. They want to know what you're doing now and why they're, you're doing it. You know, don't be any sort of negative, anything that could be as far as like, well, there was, or, oh, there, you know, there is this, but no, does, they don't need to know those negativities. They're, I love that tip. Yeah. Don't put in don't, don't put in won't, you know. I hate. I Ugh, hate. No, one, no, no nobody one cares what you hate. That's why we don't have a, we have a, what we love. And that's yeah, you don't have a one we don't like or something. <laughs> well, like because I've, we were looking at one and someone had wrote like things they do love dogs, things they hate cats. And I'm just like, you could have just put, I love dogs and that would have been fine. Right? But, but now I feel people, very So insulted. now we're like, man, exactly. So, I mean, even though you don't think about that, that could make a difference. And it's and a very silly thing so to silly. lose a potential awesome client over. Right. Just because they don't have the same, they don't, they down don't, to the hobby. It's yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's like no. they don't relate with you on something you disagree with. Nobody right, wants to hear about put, your... Don't put your political views on your about Yes. <laughs> yes. Especially about cats. Yeah. Especially about <laughs> cats. I'm telling you. Cat people out there, they, they love their cats as oh, we yeah. do dog people. <laughs> so we talk about, we talk about your, your blog. And I mm-hmm. love the way you blog because it's, it's a little bit different to what I have seen. Yes, you're telling a story, but you're putting a lot of images in your blog, which... I like, but the way you do it, you're not overwhelming me because I don't know. Tell me about your blog. Why am I talking so much? Um, <laughs> so blogs, we tried to keep very digestible. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason why we didn't do, you know, the infinite scroll blog where you just click on blog and it just goes on forever. Oh my gosh. How am I going to get to anything on your website? There's just no way. Yes. And we found just from talking to our clients, you know, we asked them, what did they love about our blog? And they said that all I had to do was look until I saw a couple like me mm-hmm. and I was sold. Yep. You know, if you're going forever on their blog, trying to find a couple that looks like you, it might deter them entirely. Exactly. Also having a, we have a grid system on ours so that they could get through the blog, each blog relatively fast yes. if they wanted to, if you just so- want to scroll Let's let's digest this. So your blog page has 
Little Photos, which mm -hmm. is the name of the bride and groom or bride and bride or the name of the couple and mm -hmm. the location. So you can yes. see several of them. And then what you're saying, you can scroll down. Now, right. when you click on any of these stories, the whole personal story opens. And then there is tons of images about that story. So mm -hmm. you don't have to like scroll, as you said, to the end to get to the next story. Exactly. Because I know that's tiring. Yes. yes. And putting the location and is just so good for SEO. Yes. Um, just the more information you can get on actual text in the website, it's just great. Yeah. It's fantastic. Also, I mean, there's been plenty of times where we've personally looked up locations that we haven't shot at. And then, you know, we'll see a photographer who we know who has done photographs there. And we can see like, oh, cool. But if I was a client, if I Google that spot and I see their photos, there we go. I know a photographer that I can hire now. So implementing those you know, those tags within the blog and, you know, even the title and everything with the name of where so it is important. and stuff. Very important. I mean, and that way, you know, venues even can reach out to you and be like, hey, I really love this blog at our venue. Can I borrow some, can we use some of those photos to, you know, market ourselves or whatever? And there you go. You have a new connection now with another venue and they put you in a preferred vendors list. And, you know, it's just like a spiral thing. So, you never know who's going to be looking at your website or what they're going to be looking for. That was one of our things too, is like lay it out really easy. So it's very yeah. easily digestible. People can get to where they want to be. Yeah. And we try to not put too much of the same thing. You know, yeah. we don't need to put um, five of the same venue right. on the blog. It just seemed redundant after a while that we get it. You know, we've photographed at this let me venue. Interrupt here. Do you mean like on the homepage of the blog or like, let's say that you have, five weddings a year on the same venue you don't blog those five weddings we might swap them out yeah um you know things naturally progress as time goes so if there's a blog that we did a year ago that at that time that was our strongest uh wedding there um and then you know time comes by and we're just like let's mix it up and let's put this wedding as right. a blog there this now. again is for the blog post Correct. for the blog the blog page the, yes. Yes. the, yes. Have, like, the grades of different you know right, okay, right. yeah, yeah. so it is important to block consistently but if you have a grid then don't have like the same as you said the same yeah. right and it also um i mean it also kind of helps you to weed out your older work which is you know may not be relevant anymore so like let's say we shoot at let's say bob's barn or something Two years ago, <laughs> two years, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't think of anything, but uh, so we're shooting at this venue and we shot it two years ago. Now come two years later and we're shooting it again and our style has changed or, you know, we've gotten better because, you know, you can only grow and you grow all the time. So we've shot it again and we love the way the photos look and it's more accurate to how our style is now versus how it was two years ago. I, you can't be afraid to delete blogs that are way old and don't belong anywhere on your website too. Like we do that all the time. Yeah. Um, it helps with cleaning up your website, um, making it go faster. People are more than likely not going to go past a few pages of a blog layout anyways. So to have it easy and digestible like that is awesome. And then you're also keeping it up to date with, how you work now versus how you work two years ago. And we personally like to just keep it fresh. Yeah. Um, we always just have that mindset of what if someone's seen this website six times now and it hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> the same blogs are on here. So we, we personally like to, uh, to move things around a bit. Right. But, but I mean, blogging yeah. consistently. Is so, so important. Important. And then we have a sharing it. 
we have a, a technical question here. It says, uh, Karen asks, most sites convert to a different layout on mobile. Do you use the blog grid on your mobile version too? Yes. We, so the way when we're doing a blog, we have a cell phone, a tablet, and our, our MacBooks and our big iMacs. We can see every different size on in, in front of us. Yeah. So when we're doing a blog, originally we had run into this issue where we didn't know that when you put it on a big iMac, that it like spanned out like six rows. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, people are that. going through these blogs in like half a second because yeah. everything was just like, bleh, bleh. Yeah. just like a big giant grid mess. And so, so we, you know, we kind of messed it around by looking at our phones when we were on our, um, doing making our, our blogs. Making our blogs. And stuff. That was one thing. We always looked at mobile because yes. looking at your analytics, seeing where people are coming from is so important mm -hmm. because you might think your website looks super awesome and then they go on mobile and it makes zero no sense. sense. Like yeah. especially if you do grids across, it might not show up the same. Yeah. And a way to kind of like organize that too is, you know, limiting how many blog posts you see on one page. So maybe if you don't want your people to be scrolling and you want it a little bit easier on mobile, doing 10 blog blog posts per page on a blog page is better. And then they can go to page two and you'll go to page three and you'll see 10 at a time instead of 50 and you're going for forever. You Whatever know, you do, just don't do infinite. Yeah, just don't do infinite. It's not fair infinite, to anybody. Oh, Lord, infinite is just like exit by see you later i don't mm -hmm. want to do this anymore mm -hmm. like my finger gets tired yeah, but the same time. type of thing with like mobile too like you know always be mindful of mobile on any page mm -hmm. on your website check it i mean there's usually a little thing on the top that lets you check different um formats of viewing check those yeah. off because you know if you're if you're big into instagram like we are you know, we're always, you know, putting up links on there and that's a mobile platform. Yep. So people are going to be looking at it on their phone. Yeah. And if it does not look good, it's just not going to translate. It's just not worth your time. Yeah. Correct. So check, check everything before you yes. go live. Yes. <laughs> all right. So we're talking about like curating work and, you know, putting your best, mm -hmm. you know, foot forward and all that. Do you guys get it? I mean, this is kind of a silly question, but do you guys get emotionally attached to your oh, work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I am emotionally attached to the work that I produce, but I am not kind of like emotionally attached to the work that goes on my website. Like, I'm okay deleting things. Like, I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. this is done. We've Goodbye. gotten to that point where we're just like, this doesn't need to be on here because we have this image, which translates a little bit better, or yeah. it's just more up to date. Right. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to get rid of stuff. Add, sometimes we add things that a year ago we would have never added because, you know, like you, we're more into showing emotional connections as opposed to just epic photos. Right. And that's really just helped us <laughs> a yeah. lot because if you just have the amazing highlights that took 15 minutes to get to and set up and pose and all that stuff, you have now set a crazy expectation for your clients. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whereas if you have a lot of, you know, behind the scenes, people crying, people hugging, you know, someone dancing all crazy, yeah. that's, way more important and it just looks great on a website it makes it look like you're capturing things that like it's like wow you're like a ninja like all over the place and again it kind of goes back to like what you want to do what you want to emulate on yeah. your website we want to emulate emotion just like you do so we do put forward a lot of like emotionally tying um photos if you want to do more you know fine art then put more fine art type of photos yeah. where people are very posed and it does look very you know 
posed and thought out and stuff like that. And if you that's the what beautiful, you're trying to do. You know, the flat lays with the details. Like I right. said, there's a market for everyone. We know people who do most of their stuff is is beautiful detail shots and their right. clients love it. Yeah. Absolutely oh, yeah. love it. So and, it all goes back to understanding who is looking at your website and exactly. who you want yeah. as your client. So that's exactly. I think if somebody's planning a website or a lot of people probably like thinking about redoing their website, go back to that question. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. am I trying to attract? What yeah. do they like? And all that good stuff. Oh, yes. Somebody here says that they use Wix Plus and that it works really well for either mobile or PC. That's great. Um, so yes, just check most of the, I mean, not nowadays, most of the companies will give you that option that it looks mm-hmm. good in mobile on, you know, PC. So make sure that you have that set up because if your website again is not working fine on, on mobile, that's absolutely crazy. I kid you not, five days ago, I checked a website that was on Flash. Took me back to like 1985. Uh, we did the same thing like <laughs> oh, maybe a month ago. I was like, Flash, huh? Oh, yeah, you got really upset by that. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. So I was inconvenienced like, us a lot. I, I was like, first of all, like it wouldn't load. And I'm like, why isn't this thing loading? And they're like, oh, you need a, a, Flash, a Flash plugin or whatever yeah. thing. And I was like, what year I win? What happened here? Yeah, yeah. So make sure, and then again, this is why we talk about like the website is always evolving because technology advances and what it's working today, most likely a year from now, it's going to be different. Exactly. So you, you might have virtual reality websites soon enough. Oh, so you can literally dive into their site and just move things around like Tony Stark. What about, uh, you have call to actions all over your website. And I think those are super uh, important to have. So I see that like at the end of your blogs, you have, a contact me, I believe so. Hold on, what is it? Let's talk button. We yes. have a lot of, yeah. You we have, like join, my, join our mailing list. You have that, which is great. We're going to talk about that later. But I think on the about page, you have a let's talk button. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how important are call to actions? Very. Um, we put buttons literally as far as like, let's chat or book now or whatever. Um, We put them everywhere, everywhere that we can, everywhere that someone has the potential of saying, I want to book them now. Especially because we, um, the way that our menu works, it doesn't scroll down with you. And so, you know, we don't want to have them to scroll all the way back up and then hit the contact page or hit wherever they're trying to go. So if it's just like casually through there. Yeah. And like, like we have it after, you know, let's say, for example, on our lifestyle page, we'll have a button of book your session now on the top. Very plain and simple. There's a little blurb and then a book now. You scroll down a little bit more, you see pictures and then a little bit of information. At the end of that information, you have another book me button. Um, So it's just kind of like every once in a while, we just want to remind our clients of like, hey, are you ready now? You can come right through here and it's easy. Just send us an email if you're ready to go because we basically basically want to think of it as like if you go into a store and you're ready to buy something we want to have a register at the end of every aisle for you to check out you know so that it's easy and fast and simple for you you don't have to go through you know all the way back up to the top or whatever to try to figure out how to do things because that's the one thing we don't want is to have you try to figure out anything this is our job to figure it out for you to make it easy you should just read and be like oh very easy right Right. One tip that I heard once is like, once you have your website ready, give it to somebody's mom. Have them go exactly. through. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then, to my mom yeah. and her mom, yeah. and they loved it. Yeah. 
<laughs> and my mom's not tech savvy no. at all. <laughs> That's good when you give it to somebody else and then you just watch. Where do they exactly. click? Where do they go first? And start, you know, taking notes on this. That's super mm-hmm. important. I actually think there is a website out there that you submit and then they send you like a video of somebody somewhere in the world going through your website and like giving comments about it. Like, mm, I don't know about this. Like it's, right. again, there's so of- many different like ways you can do that too. I mean, like it's simple, you just post it on Facebook on your personal page and be like, Hey, can you guys give me feedback on this? All your friends on Facebook and have them comment if you don't mm-hmm. want to take the time to go and find people to do it. You know, Facebook is a great source for that, you know, and everybody's willing to give their opinion. Everyone so, loves giving their yes, opinion. You so. might as well, you know, <laughs> You Use might it. cry at the end of it because it might. Right. That's that, what I said. Don't, I mean, when you're doing this, don't take take it as a grain of salt. There's exactly. things that people are gonna say that you're like, yeah, I just don't agree, or things that are gonna be like, oh, I never thought about that, and you know. Oh, yeah. Somebody has a question here. Okay. Karen, and this is a little bit technical, and the same as Shannon. They have similar question. Karen says, "I'm using some folder right now, and I want to switch to a Squarespace or Profoto, which is a WordPress platform. Anything I should watch for?" For hold on, where are my glasses? Anything I should watch for when switching? How do you think that will impact my business? As far as different platforms are concerned, just do your research. I mean, we've got we got lucky and kind of had a friend who did all. She told us all the information that we needed to know as far as Squarespace is concerned. But really, like, pay attention to your SEO um, output with those different websites. Um, maybe even just like. You know, does it have templates that I like? Because a lot of them do have templates that you can start out with um, to help build what you want to build. So looking into that, um, looking into the amount of freedom it gives you to edit photo or edit websites and web pages. So can you put custom, you know, CSS in it or can you um, play around with widgets and put plugins and stuff like that? Or does it not allow you to? Is it just going to give you straight? Here's what you got and that's it. Because if that's the case, then you're not going to be able to personalize it at all and you're going to run into issues and stuff. And the more freedom you have with building a website, I think the more e- the easier it is to personalize it and make it what you want it to be um, versus, you know, s- throwing on a template and just going with it, you know. I think also to, to add to this, yes, you need to find something that, you know, that you like and it's going to work for you, but... What's your budget? As we said before, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like if right now you just want to start, you know, as I said, I, I use both. I use a Squarespace for the Talk Republic and I use WordPress Pro Photo for my Carolina Gusic photography. I love both of them. Really, I was able to customize them both, but Squarespace was a cheaper option at the time. And at the time I didn't want to invest so much money on the Talk Republic. So where are you in your budget? So, Mm -hmm. but I think either, either one of those options, those are my favorites, Squarespace yeah. and Wordspace. Either one those, of them yeah. would be and great. I, I have, are- yeah, I haven't done an, enough research to to say what's the absolute best. Yeah. I've heard, like I said earlier, is that I've heard positives and negatives from every single platform, from professional levels of like the top tier elite to people just starting out who love all platforms and none. I mean, I guess it's basically like, you know, we go back to Nikon versus Canon, you know, these are tools. So use them as tools. Don't use them as your end all be all. Yeah. If, if like one day we decide that WordPress is a better outlet for us because we don't like something that Squarespace is doing, I have no problem switching over, you know, it's just based on, you know, what we do our research on and how 
you know, our budget. And there's a lot of different things that play in, and are involved with this. But what works for you is what works for you. And just having a website, I feel like, is the main goal. Like if you if you have a free website, even just have a website, because that's really, really how you're going to be able to display yourself. And it's a tool. Yeah. There is no better, worse. I mean, I'm sure there are within the, you know, all of the SEO stuff and all the back stuff. But if you have a website, you have somewhere to go to have people to go, have somewhere to show off your work. That's what you really need. So WordPress versus Squarespace. I mean, you know, Profoto, all those. If you website. can make it work, like she said, just do your research. Exactly. <laughs> I can only speak for Squarespace. That it's. It's worked exactly. for us and we're happy, but we know plenty of people who are on WordPress and it's working great for them. Yeah. So it's just what you make of it, I guess. I like that answer. So we're going to talk about neutral. Very neutral like, answer. It, it is a neutral answer, but I think it's an honest it's answer. A neutral, think, it's a neutral think, topic. But I think that sometimes when people, and I understand, I, I understand that intentionally you're like, Sometimes when we ask questions, we want people to be really specific because we, we don't want to make the choice. We want somebody to just to give us the answer. And sometimes you just have to go and do, I mean, we can give you just like a little bit and then you have to go and find out exactly what's going to work for you and for your brand. Right. So and you then, kind of like the map, you go and explore now. And it's like, it's just as long as you have a website, that's really what matters. It's like, yeah, if you are basing your entire business off of just a Facebook page, you are really missing out. Yes. It's it's so hard to seem, you know, charge X amount of money to a client and they're doing all this stuff and you just send them a Facebook. It just kind of seems like you don't care that much. Mm-hmm. And if this is your full-time job, treat it like a full-time job. You know, you have to put in the back work. You have to do these things. We may not like to do them. I don't like. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I don't like reading things on coding and stuff like that at all. It's very confusing and boring but in order to make things happen in our website you have to do these things like it's just you know it's just part of the job and i feel like the more you um kind of diy your website and read up on how your platform works it's easier to do maintenance uh, for yourself Mm -hmm. and not having you know something goes wrong and you got to call someone up and be like how do i redo this page and then you're on there you can do it yourself from reading up on the beautiful resources that are out there on all of these um, websites, oh, and to, it just makes you so much better. Most of the time, the platforms like WordPress and Squarespace have beautiful tutorials within their actual website. Yeah, they'll you, tell you everything. I go to their blog thing all the time, and I'm yeah. like, what does this feature do? I'll just read it just to just to educate myself. Yeah. Maybe I want to use it, maybe I don't. But, you know, education in building a website is, like, mega important. Especially Squarespace, because they update those those templates and stuff. All the time. All the they update all the time. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Well, and the way that technology works now, like, we're going, we're moving so quick, you know? Just like you were saying, VR could be a thing, and our websites could be interactive one day. And how are we going to know that or how to do that unless we research it? I'm not anywhere near VR. I've never even touched the thing. But if that happens one day, I'm going to have to learn how to do it, you know, to make my website actually like people make people want to go to it so you know you have to stay on top of trends stay on top of all these things too it's like it's work but it's work i know people people think that it's 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 kind of like a cute thought when people is like oh i'm just gonna become a photographer and get a camera and you know it's gonna be really simple oh well you're real you know you're here for a real awakening (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah you need to learn a lot so you guys have one page that i adore and that's like i love it is your testimonials 
And I think this is something that everybody should have on their website. And I, I even have a podcast episode about testimonials and why I love them so much. But you did it so well because, I don't know, it's like if you, if you heard my testimonial podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we may have. We may have watched the thing. You too. call it reviews, which I like. Hold on, why I'm not in the camera. And then you have immediately, if you guys are watching us live, you guys can go. I'm going to actually link you to the review pages so you can see this. Hold on. And you have a gallery of beautiful pictures. And then there is that yellow font with like the highlight of the review, which I mm -hmm. love because I understand reviews are so important. And sometimes we put the whole love letter the client send us and Nobody's going to read that. So you just have like the meat of the review. I got butterflies all over again. Their creativity and style are so much fun. Like, I love it. Like, again, take my money. Where do I book? So I love this. So what, about, what, do you, what can you tell people about having a testimonial page and why it's so important? Well, I think we're all living in the modern world where we love reviews. I go on Amazon and I will read 50 reviews looking for a bad review. Yes, or <laughs> and, Yelp or, yeah, anything like that. And so we, of course, wanted an awesome reviews page, but we also didn't want to have a reviews page where all you have is a, once again, a giant chunk where it almost didn't seem like that person wrote it. Yeah. It just seems like our clients wrote this, and we, you know, we love films. And so, you know, you see those advertisements for the latest blockbuster movie and it's just, you know, like, it's just like amazing. 10 stars have to see yeah. this, check it out. And that's where it came for us. Yeah. We were like, we love that. It's so easy, easy. and it gets the point across. Mm -hmm. And once again, we're trying to get people on our website, looking through being, you know, stimulated by seeing what it's very uh, digestible. Mm -hmm. And uh, very easy. And, and then it's also all click through. You can click through say, everything. You can and then click you any of the photos. You want to read the whole thing? You can read the whole thing. But also, like, we want to give people that option of like kind of putting the ball in their court of like you can read a little tidbit or you can go read the whole thing. It also gives them like a. I feel like at least whenever I'm on our website and I'm looking at it, I feel like I'm actually like having to do something now. If I want to, you know, I'm making that decision to go read more and. That's how, like, kind of enticing people with that little blurb makes them want to read more yeah. and makes Definitely. them want to, you know? So that's another thing, too, is, like, most people want to read reviews, but they don't want to read huge reviews because they don't want to know about, you know, all these little tiny things of personal feelings, unless they really, really do. And then they can make that choice to do so. Um but you have it there on your website, actually, like a link to both your Facebook, your Google, and the Nut review. So, like, if somebody wants to read the whole letter, there oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen, um, which I also love, is there's, you can pretty much link your whole um, Not reviews page mm -hmm. and link it right to your website. And yeah. it's the whole thing is just pretty much like an extension of the Knots review page on your website. You could do that with like Facebook too, I think. Facebook it's as like well. It's like a widget or a plugin, one of those and that you just get. We love them. We just happen to, because we just do it all the time, we took it a step further and, you know, we add those little tidbits as well as, you know, little five stars and it was awesome. so pretty. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you and say that I'm not a big fan when people add like the, the plugin to, because it's not branded. Then it doesn't look like your website when you have like the clips of like the Facebook thing. But again, mm -hmm. that's something that you can do and it's up to well, you. And that's, that's kind of what we thought too. We were just like, we want the yellow text and we want a photo there so people can actually see the, you know, 
the pictures that we took, why we're getting this review, you know, instead of just like a little Facebook picture yeah. right there with the review, yeah. because like, you know, people are coming to our website to see our work and they want to see the reviews on those works. So, and, and even just picking the little, um, the little blurb about what was going to go on that photo. Mm -hmm. We didn't want it to be the same. We could have had on every single one, because in all of those reviews had mentioned creativity had mentioned, um, fun, but I was like, if we put fun on every single one of those <laughs> images, it would be like, okay, we get it. You're fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we wanted to cover all the points. But again, I, thought, like, I thought my, my testimonial page was great until I saw yours. I'm like, oh my God, God damn it. Now I have to go and redo mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, now here's to say this, you know, you could do it a lot easier. We took the hard route and Photoshopped like all those text on those pictures and, you made know, the star. <laughs> made the star and like all this stuff. So we did a lot of back work on that. But again, it was worth it because then we can put those other places in the website. And right. it just kind I think of amazing. It was yeah. more so about the branding. You know, we we wanted to have a really strong, we wanted to make it seem like we were actually a brand and not just some people who picked up cameras and are like, this is what we do. Make yeah. this work. Yeah. So one thing that I, that I like, and, and as a tip in general, is sprinkle those testimonials all over your website. Like mm -hmm. put in your about page, put one in your contact page, you know, like give people, as you said, reinforcement of like, yes, they are the right photographers for me. I definitely want to book them. Right. And even doing something like what we did with the, you know, the text on top of the picture and the little, you know, stars on the bottom. We now take those pictures and we can put them into our slideshows on our front page and our, you know, we can even post them on Instagram or on Facebook. So there's a lot of like multi uses for them. It takes a little bit of time, but it's all worth it. Again, we are full time photographers. This is our job. So there's no excuse to not do what full time business owners have to do. And this is just one of those things of like, you want an awesome, you know, enticing review page, put a little bit of yeah. back work into it. It took a couple hours It'll and here we it. are talking about it now right. with you. I love it. I remember you posted it on Facebook. You're like, oh, we just redid our review page. Go take a look. And I went there and I'm like, ah, oh, take my money. Where do I book? <laughs> I love but I mean, it. It's one of those things of, it was in the morning, you know, every morning we wake up and we just like go through our website as if we were a consumer. Yeah. You know, we read our website every day yes. and it might seem a little overkill, but it really works. We'll change a sentence. Mm -hmm. We'll change half of a sentence because I'm like, I no longer like that part. Yeah. And or a we'll word. We, fix it. You know, if we have a word that, you know, a lot of photographers in our area have been using like a buzzword, buzz you know, we'll change that because we don't want to use buzzwords that other people use. We want to be set apart. So keeping up to date with all of that as well, like updating your verbiage and, you know, even little things like that make a difference because they set you apart, even if you don't realize it, but they do. Cause we've gotten lots of compliments on like just the words we use because we don't sound like every other website that people have been to. That's so, important. When people start, you know, recognizing that there is something different. I think again, that, go and check out other websites. What do you like about those websites, but you don't like, and then implement that into your own brand. And again, as you mm -hmm. said, it doesn't have to be photography websites. Could be yeah, right. a place where you like to shop or I don't know, a candle. I don't know. I don't know. Any, any cool. website you would like to see. Any yeah. website. And you know, we're in, in the industry where they might not, like you said, shopping around. So they might not book that day, but if they remember that website a week later when they are ready to mm -hmm. start booking consultation sessions, 
they'll remember that website yeah, and definitely. you're probably the first one they're going to go to. Right. So, I mean, it, it just works. There's no reason not to. We're just firm believers of no excuses. Yeah. We got all the time to do this stuff. Yeah. I love that. Who do you use? Oh my God. Who do you use for your, um, I know you have a pop-up on your website. Who do you use for your pop-up? Squarespace. Which is to link Squarespace. Oh, uh, well, it's linked into our MailChimp. So okay. we use MailChimp for the newsletter um, that takes everybody's email, puts it there, and then it also sends out whatever we want on a mass scale. Um, so MailChimp is a really good for like newsletters, but that pop-up is just in Squarespace. Squarespace. Again, mm -hmm. another thing we didn't know about until we were reading tutorials one day on Squarespace's website, and we were just like, that looks really cool. We should do that for our newsletter. Mm -hmm. Instead of it Definitely. just being like a button, you know, so. I mean, so super important, a tip, yeah, a tip <laughs> to all of you. First of all, your pop-up is not immediate, which is great because yes. it's not like you get punched in the face. Like why? Mm -hmm. So that's something important. And two, yes, start collecting emails because you never know. Like I have book clients that they so, like join my newsletter and like two years later, they're like, oh, here we are. Mm -hmm. Now we yep. want to do this. Yep. So and important. Another tip that had nothing to do with websites, but you know, just, like, just that one, that one's a free one for everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're just giving advice all over the place. You want to know how to make I a scrambled egg? I'll tell you that. There you go. So talking about that and just to like, I know, I know websites is a huge, massive topic. We can talk for hours about this. There are so many layers and components, but I think that you guys give us a good overall idea of what a amazing, irresistible website should look like. To finalize, any pages that you must have on your website that you cannot escape, you need to have this on your website, what would it be? Definitely a solid homepage that gives like yes. clients what you're doing, you know, how you're doing it, a little, not too much overwhelming, but just like something that is a nice overview of everything. Um, also- An easy to navigate contact page. Yes. Please have that easy to navigate contact page that gives people information to maybe of like what the next steps are or, you know, what what they're going to expect from you. In that return. they can even book you. Yeah. If you don't have a book now, they might think you are just a photographer who just does this. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then um, I would say about us is or me, you know, about you. Is I think the reviews page, testimonial. Oh, Testimonials is very important too. Just, so we have four that everything. <laughs> I was going to say, those are like the four main. I feel like you should definitely have like a strong homepage, good meet us or about us, solid book now and reviews. Those are like must. But then a blog. But is then also a blog a is also a must too. But so I feel those are like, I feel like a, like a, like a blog and galleries. Those are like givens. Like I don't even think yeah, yeah, yeah. that you you must have those. But exactly. then there is people that just have like home blog book. I'm like, yeah. who are you? What are you? Like I want to know more. Like people are missing out sometimes on the about page, and I think you shouldn't be missed out on the about page. And honestly, like another thing we were kind of throwing around too. Um, thankfully, it kind of worked out. But when we were trying to see like how many uh, tabs we wanted. If we didn't want to put a review tab, another great place to put the review tab is in your about us. So having those reviews there, yeah. because then it's kind of all encompassing. We and put it's still it apart, there on your website. Right. We put it apart just because we wanted it to stand out. We want people to read those. But if it's not something that you're necessarily focused on within your business, having that in your about us page is super helpful and it gives people what they need to know. And, you know, it also helps with just like 
connecting with people too, because then you can see other people connect with that person. So, you know, and how they connect with them. So cool. I can do the same thing of reading this review. I feel like that person says exactly what I want to say about what I'm looking for in a photographer. So I think as Kyle said, like nowadays, like I don't go to a restaurant without checking Yelp. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to know reviews. I want to know what a third party has to say about this person or exactly. that business or yes. whatever. So crucial to we're, have those. we're all guilty of that too we yeah. always look for the bad review it's what yeah. you it's just feeding <laughs> on that one person who's complaining about the french fries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I am like sometimes like a snob like if they have less than four stars i'm not going <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean... on, on the contrary sometimes i'll specifically go to the one star restaurant because i'm like hmm, there's probably a it's probably fantastic <laughs> maybe someone just had a, an agenda against them <laughs> oh you're so nice <laughs> All right. What is something that you guys are loving right now? It doesn't have to be photography related. Just to finalize this. That's a general question. I know. <laughs> uh, currently obsessed with uh, Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. That's yeah, a great show. That's an amazing show. I saw half of the first episode. Like I couldn't stomach it. Oh. I just oh, really so much with the characters. It's, it's <laughs> amazing, and the new season's just really, yes. really bizarre. Maybe um, I have to check it out again. Other than that, general topic, I was just. Trying new things with our photography. We've been actually just getting, I mean, it sounds silly, but we've been loving personal work. Yeah, personal We work. have neglected doing that for so long. And then when we started doing our About Us page, <laughs> finally, we were like, we need some awesome pictures of us. Yeah. And who better to do it than each other? Exactly. <laughs> Aren't you I mean, lucky to have somebody to take your photo? Oh, I was about to that say, is even a if, very big plus. <laughs> so even if you're alone, though, like self-portraiture is very therapeutic. And, you know, it it is good to kind of, get out there and try new things. Even if you have like a friend that you want to photograph, take but then throw it on, throw and... it on your about, uh, about me page. Yeah. It'll make people realize like, that's what they do on their own time. Yeah. And so you're doing awesome. Solos does. They're going to love you. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Awesome. Just so go out it. and explore people. That's always a good idea. Go out on yes. a journey. Awesome guys. It was amazing having you here. We have some comments that I actually didn't pop here to ask because they had been answered already so just you know go back rewatch the whole thing if you if you join late uh but again you kind of still talk on once we're oh my god i need food what's happening <laughs> once we look up you kind of still you know comment and you know we'll be watching the comments and you know if you have questions maybe we kind of still answer them if you are not a part of the talk republic community group i don't know what you're waiting for Really, like, I'm, I'm tired of saying this. I don't know what you're waiting for. Join us. We always, you know, talk in there. And, you know, we have, like, more, like, a more personal space than what the business page is all about. Now, about you guys, where could people find you? Uh, everywhere. Okanironphoto.com is our website. and Our Instagram handle is at Okanironphoto. And our follow. Facebook. Yeah. Yes. Follow, follow us, us on that. Follow us on uh, Facebook, which is... Uh, the little Oak handle is at Oak and Iron Photo. We're very easy to find. Just at Oak and Iron Photo on Everywhere. pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So go give them a follow on Instagram, Facebook. Check out their website. Go get inspired. Don't copy because that's not fun. Just get inspired. Yeah. And I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week.